0: you're listening to the cars of carlisle network podcast episode number 120 featuring the 2020 carlisle important performance nationals cars of carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive Darren and his CofC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the
1: country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, hang out with the Cars of Carlisle team as we share highlights from this past weekend's 2020 Carlisle Import and Performance Nationals benefiting the Driven to Cure Foundation as they honor the late Andrew Lee with his customized Nissan GTR. Father Bruce Lee spoke with our team about how he carries a torch forward for his brave son. We invite you to meet Bruce in this episode. This year's show brought international vehicles from domestics to exotics together on the show field, organized by eight countries, Germany, Japan, Italy, Sweden, South Korea, France, the UK, and the United States. Guests and participants of this week's show enjoyed good weather and competitions ranging from drifting, car limbo, autocross, and rolling exhaust. It's time to go international. So, let's get wrapped up. Hello and
0: welcome back, cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. It is so great to have you back with us again this week. In a few minutes, we'll share the highlights that we had from the Carl performance car show from this past weekend. And remember, this is your podcast. Together, it's all about car community, car culture. In fact, have you subscribed to Cars of Car And if not, you're missing out. By doing so, you'll have the podcast queued, ready for you to go each week. You won't have to think about it. It'll be there for you Tuesday evening if you are in the U.S. Eastern, time zone uh, in the afternoon if you're in the west coast of the U.S. or when you wake up if you're in Europe or, or Asia. So definitely subscribe, rate, review. That all helps us out. Put the word out there to other car fans, to your car club members, to your friends, family, anyone that loves anything that goes. We would greatly appreciate the support. I want to put a special thank you out to our headline OEM dealership sponsor Porsche Mechanicsburg. If you are anywhere in the central Pennsylvania area or even along the Mid-Atlantic check out Porsche Mechanicsburg Uh, they have an incredible selection of Porsche and used Porsches uh, and we are so grateful to have them uh, as a continued sponsor of the Cars of Carlisle network Uh, Porsche Mechanicsburg is part of the Faulkner automotive group they've been around a long time since 1932 you can find them at 6625 Carlisle Pike in fact Coming up uh, in the next episode, we're going to be talking with Nick Ramagosa, having a first-hand walk-through private tour of the new, exclusive, I mean, the the new facility is gonna be incredible. The Porsche Center is state-of-the-art. It is to be completed here very, very shortly, and we are so honored to be uh, included in that, and we're looking forward to having Nick on as a guest here coming up. Uh, You'll hear from him likely next week, and uh, you hear all about what they've been doing over this time frame, the, the work and the effort into creating an incredible buying experience and what the new uh, Porsche dealership will look like here in the central Pennsylvania area. So stay tuned for that. And again, an enormous thank you to Porsche Mechanicsburg. Now it's time to help support the Cars of Carlisle podcast. You can continue to do so through PayPal. If you go to paypal.me forward slash cars of Carlisle, Thank you. That helps us continue to put out the best content for you. So take that opportunity right now while even listening to the show to go ahead and support the podcast so we can keep doing the great things that we're trying to do each and every week for you. Okay, so let's downshift. Let's get into this week's trivia question. This one. It's going to be a multiple choice for you. Here it goes. Last year in the year 2019... How many different countries, and looking for a count, a number, how many countries manufacture motor vehicles of one shape or size of different, any type? And that could be ranging from passenger cars to light commercial vehicles to buses. So, four choices. Choice A, 15 countries. B, 23. C, 29. Or D, 48 countries. The answer awaits you at the end of this show. Let's talk a little bit about what we saw, what happened to the show. As always, Carlisle Vince does an amazing job with the passport program where you can go around all the different areas in the show field that are are separated with flags. And and so you feel like you're going from country to country with all the different marks and OEMs from those countries. Um, We had several, actually three members of the CFC team went and had a great time talking with multiple car owners, uh, seeing the displays going about to, to the different vendor areas. We covered France, Germany, South Korea, Sweden, Japan, Great Britain, Italy, and good old USA. Um, So let's go to the phone where I have Mike Garland, Public Relations Manager for Carlisle Events. He's ready to give us the corporate wrap-up of what Carlisle Events considered a really successful show. So Mike, take it away.
1: Darren, even though we've got one more car show to come here at Carlisle with the Corvettes at Carlisle weekend presented by Top Flight Automotive starting August 27th, the run of three in a row has come and gone. Most recently, we just wrapped up the Import and Performance Nationals benefiting Driven to Cure, and it was a cool international automotive showcase. You had cars spotlighted from at least eight different countries. Special displays were 100 years of Mazda, 50 years of the Datsun and Nissan Z. We took a look at the BBS, and then there was a bunch of cool competitions that happened too. People had so much fun on the track doing uh, low-car limbo, doing drift limbo. We had a rolling exhaust contest, and then Nico Club was back with Nico Fest. And it really is just an awesome automotive celebration. There's really no other place you're going to see this eclectic mix of cars in one place than you do at the show. And this was a show that we had rescheduled from early May to this August date. And while the turnout wasn't what we would usually see in May, the people that came had a great time. They had a lot of fun, and plenty of people were already making their plans for next year, May 14th through the 16th, 2021. So up next it is Corvettes at Carlisle. You can get all the details on what we've got going on with the show. You can check out the event guide, the map, the schedule, and more online right now at carlisleevents.com. And uh, it's just been an awesome year. And just remember, folks. We are doing the shows, so come see us at Corvettes at Carlisle. Come see us at Fall Carlisle. Be part of the auction, whether a bidder or a seller. CarlisleEvents.com, CarlisleAuctions.com. We'll see you at the fairgrounds.
0: Thank you very much, Mike. Really appreciate it. Talk to you real soon. One of the highlights for me was talking with Bruce Lee uh, from Driven to Cure, and he is heading up his son's organization, that nonprofit that his son created at the time that he – started to to fight a very rare uh, cancer uh, it's uh, hlrcc it uh, usually is found in, in young adults and now even children um, but the organization is to help bring awareness and and this was a charitable organization that this year's important performance show was benefiting um, and as you know the car community is a is a giant family and when andrew lee Uh, had found that he had this very rare cancer, Uh, it's uh, leiomyomatosis, and there's also a a renal cell cancer uh, with that. He established a 501c3, and through this nonprofit called Driven to Cure, he was working very hard to get the word out and uh, make others aware of that. He did a lot of that through his dream car, which his family helped him acquire, which is uh, a Nissan GTR, the GTR itself was in Carlisle, incredible vehicle. Uh, you'll hear more about uh, Bruce talking about uh, uh, his son's legacy. So uh, let's go now to the on-show field interview with Andrew's father, Bruce. What's the color called You
2: know. Yes, it's actually, a, it's a patent color now. Uh, BASF company is now patented DTC Orange.
0: No uh, kidding. Yep. Gonna, uh, yeah, that's great.
2: So we we invented the color with APEC uh, company, uh, the body shop out of Baltimore, and uh, it's got uh, five roughly different colors in there. A lot of pearl. Mm. It's got white, yellow, orange, gold, and uh, so it, it. A lot of people say it's a creamsicle, and it depends mm. on the lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like right now. With the overcast, you can sort of see the creamsicle feel.
0: Absolutely, it, it looks
2: darker at different angles, and it really depends on the angle. Sometimes it looks more yellow when you're in the sunlight, or gold. Yeah, more more people say gold, and it's really fun to follow at night in the city under the lights oh, as they go by because oh, yeah, it changes color. Oh my, it's really powerful. Yeah, it's great. It's a great, uh, great look. That's What's yourself. really wonderful is the BASF company is one of our sponsors. And a percentage of the proceeds when they sell the color anywhere in the country or around the world comes back to Driven to Cure Now, and that's just that's just really started. That's amazing. Yeah.
0: Well, Bruce, again for the podcast that's listeners, sure, please tell us more about Andrew, as who he was, and for those that maybe not, don't know the story, haven't had a chance to go to CarlisleVents.com com to read about him. Just
2: appreciate it. Um, I want to know the
0: legacy. I think it's important to carry that memory.
2: Yeah, Andrew uh, was was really an entrepreneur at heart, and he was diagnosed with a very, very rare kidney cancer. Uh, It's hereditary kidney cancer. There is no known cure. And he was diagnosed at age 19. They gave him six months to a year to live. Um, I asked him, you know, what are your life goals? And he said to have a really good job so I could, you know, buy my dream car. And of course, that's when I made the mistake. What's your what's your dream car? He says a GTR. It's like, uh, is it expensive? He's like, Dad, Google it. Oh. So I googled it, and uh, needless to say, we bought him a stock white. Uh tan interior, and as you can see, the car, we blew it up, mm-hmm. uh, we, we basically did away with his college uh, uh, savings, and we said, okay, let's have fun, let's enjoy life, and so he came up with the concept, it, it, it was his idea in business school, uh, the license plate really made him famous. I love famous. absolutely, yeah. Yep, it's F-C-A-N-C-R, so, mm-hmm. you know, fix, fight, uh, whatever you well, want yeah, it to you be. fill in the... the right, exactly, yep. exactly, and, uh, but we're really proud of him, because we've now raised... Uh, uh, a little over $800,000 All for research Just this past week uh, We helped a, a man in New York uh, He was able to um, Have his living tissue And tumor uh, Sent to UCLA for rare kidney cancer research And it's now in a hosted mouse okay. uh, So we're on the cutting edge of research You can't get any closer no, to this no. And so we're very excited Andrew volunteered himself For seven different trials At NIH, NIH Yale, Smilo, Georgetown, um and obviously NIH was a big one uh, with him and uh, we lost him just over a year ago Easter Sunday. And uh but he uh and I'm he, so sorry that he, he lost his son. Thank man. you. Thank you. And he was very positive. He he knew it was a bad uh, bad hand he was dealt, uh but he made the best of it. And mm. what know, a brave leg- person. His, his legacy is really carrying on. We're proud of him.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like I've learned more than just two-dimensionally on the articles and, and the research I've done prior yep. to the show. That,
2: and that's the goal. It's all about raising awareness. Uh, we're, if you can catch any cancer, frankly, uh, but this type of cancer, if you can catch it early mm-hmm. and you, you can you can handle it, there is no cure, mm-hmm. but you can work with it. And as long as you can stay ahead of it, mm-hmm. you're generally gonna live a long life. But the problem is, this cancer is misdiagnosed all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so than people realize. Mm-hmm. So it's raising the awareness, getting tested early, uh, and we were very proactive in getting the age lowered from 18 and 16 for screening. It's now eight years
0: old. How is screening done,
2: Screening is done through an MRI. Okay. Uh, and, and it's a very it's not your typical MRI. It's, it's more of a thin slice to really catch the tiny and tumors. And that's a cer-
0: certain yes. symptoms are being shown and exactly. just manifested. Exactly. So, okay.
2: so th- the symptoms basically aren't any. That's the problem. Mm. Um, kidney cancer is unique. There's no nerves inside your kidney, so you don't really feel anything growing. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes and presents itself, usually it's kind of too late. Mm. Uh, so the goal here is catch it early. Now, the way that they identify it is by testing for what's called the FH. Gene and it's the mutation that creates HLRCC. Okay. So if you have the FH gene, then you know the screen with an MRI gotcha. at least once a year. Gotcha. And so that's what we're all about: is getting people to, right. to number one, to identify that they've got the HLRCC gene yeah. of the FH gene, and also, um, believe it or not, dermatologists need to learn about it because um, 85% of the people. Who have HLRCC in the FH gene have what's known as the leomyoma benign smooth muscle tumor. And that benign smooth muscle tumor, 85% of those people usually develop some form of HLRCC down the road. So that's a big problem. And that's on the epidermis then? Yeah, right here.
0: That's what I've I've got it on my elbow. That's what it looks like. Uh, It, It looks like.
2: It basically looks like a little rash. Yeah, okay. You know, it's like, oh, that's a rash. Okay, don't worry about it.
0: But you're getting tested each year, I imagine. Absolutely. And my son
2: has it. And the people who are here today, the family here, all three of the boys have it. And and the father. And the father actually went through the trials uh, with my son at NIH. right now he's uh having some success with opdivo uh which is an immune therapy type drug and so we're very excited that we're, we're making some breakthroughs and we're not we're not giving up andrew didn't give up we're not giving up and we promised him you know that we'd carry on and try to find a cure well,
0: having year. met you a man of faith and everything i know yeah. you've got the warrior spirit and i can tell that andrew had it in spades oh you, he so. did
2: much more than i did yeah, and uh, god bless him and uh, we're really again we're very very proud that we've raised and you know, if, if anybody wants to donate, it's just, it's real simple. It's just going to driventocure.org. Okay. You know, it's driventocure.org. And uh, you can go online, learn about the story. There's mm-hmm. videos, mm-hmm. news articles, mm-hmm. and uh, he's touched a lot of people. That's awesome.
0: That's Well, can we continue to walk around the car? Sure. I mean, how often do you get to, uh, I mean, do you just we, bring it on and off the trailer? Or do you take no, this track? No, do you track we, it or anything?
2: We, we actually drove it here in the rain. Did you really? uh, okay. We're so thrilled to be here at Carlisle and and we try to exercise the car the one thing that that Andrew uh, did with this car is it was a daily driver which is hard to believe but he really did he drove it daily and the exhaust whenever he like whenever you clean the car do not touch the exhaust I want people to know that I drive this thing daily mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, he did mm-hmm. and uh, you know have fun, and, and that's what it was all about. He enjoyed um, the car. He enjoyed the car. Yeah. So uh, everything everything we did, he enjoyed, and, and we, we were fortunate that we were able to do just about uh 33 different car events around the country. Uh Sema wow. in 2016 was great. He really would have loved to be here Carlisle. Carlisle mm-hmm. is just a phenomenal mm-hmm. venue. It's really And
0: being from Maryland, you're so you're our neighbor. Oh, we're so close yeah. and, and yeah. I'm
2: just so I'm I we're all really grateful that uh Carlisle has reached out to us and is supporting us this way and uh it, every dollar we raise it mm-hmm. goes to research because we have no overhead.
0: That's beautiful. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much. Um Maybe talk a little bit about some of the things that Andrew does in his concept and his his master plan yeah. with the uh, interior. I mean, I love that with door handles, all of the things, little little steps. Yep. To do.
2: Yep. So, so the biggest challenge uh, when he was diagnosed was he was given a short time frame, and of course his ideas were big ideas. So the Liberty Walk kit, you know, had to be shipped in from Japan. Mm. So he reached out to Liberty Walk, told them the story. They were so excited about it that they rushed uh, the build for them and sent the kit uh, to Baltimore where APAC company who also developed the paint color, they they basically installed the entire kit. We, mm. we built the car from start to finish in about three and a half months. That's incredible. A real record. And uh, You can see by... This is very different. There's no scene... Not at all. ...with a connection with Liberty Walk. And the best moment, and, and I, I, all of us had goosebumps. Cato Kato was so cool. Uh, he is the uh, owner of Liberty Walk and the architect, mm-hmm. and many of the cars for Fast and Furious, he's, he's designed uh, them. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And so we got to meet Cato at SEMA, and the two of them together were like little kids in a candy <laughs> store, and big smiles, and Cato autographed the, uh, uh,
0: the I, dashboard. I wasn't sure, yeah. I couldn't interpret that that's cool. Yeah, uh, so so that's what that good. is. Uh, yeah, that is so cool. Uh, we've wow. had a
2: lot of support a lot of support and and the one great thing is that the car community is truly a special community and andrew knew that mm-hmm. and the way he approached it um we're really blessed the, the car community has really embraced driven to cure and it's all, a big of us, family. all of us it is and mm-hmm. all of us together are driven to cure
0: well bruce can you think of i i, I can't think of any other hobby or enthusiast uh, industry that comes together like ours does, quite I, honestly.
2: I have to be honest. I mean, I, I was involved in competitive racing and sailing. Uh, I've done a lot of different uh, venues around the world. The car community, I've never seen anything like it. And it, and it, it's all walks. It, it's everybody. What I learned very quickly and what Andrew taught me through it was, first of all, be very careful what you say about somebody's car because that's an extension of their personality. It's like talking about their wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's an extension mm-hmm. of, of their personality. Mm-hmm. So once you embrace that and then realize that, you know, people are really pouring their, their life and blood and soul into their car, mm-hmm. that, you know, that's what's so special. Mm-hmm. They said every build is different. Every look is different. every Everything about the car world is different. Yeah. And and there's no bad car. No. It's just it may not appeal to you. That's right. But there's no bad car.
0: I said it about when you go through uh... – we do a lot of traveling and things but you go through a small little town or something that's home to somebody yes so same kind of thing if i'm sitting in yes. a diner and maybe it's not my favorite place i visited i don't i keep that to myself exactly I mean, that's, exactly it matters to that person yep. and if it's important to them it's important to me so. but
2: i've never seen anything like this and now here's an example when when andrew passed away on easter sunday Prior to Easter Sunday and his passing, you know, we were, we were proud to say that we'd received donations from people in 33 different countries. Oh, that's okay. incredible. Five days after Andrew passed, we received donations from people in 160 countries around the world. truly unbelievable and it was it was so impactful um wow yeah and we're still we're still getting donations uh on a a daily basis and wow you know what um it's all all ages uh five dollars sometimes it's a dollar on paypal which Mm -hmm. paypal gets most of it unfortunately Mm -hmm. but but the the point is they care. They're mm-hmm. giving. Mm-hmm. And, and we're turning that around and putting it towards research. Okay. And so every dollar matters, you know, no matter how big or small, it makes a huge difference and it goes right to research. And we're really proud to be supporting the research at UCLA and, and NIH. Uh, that's amazing.
0: Well, the bravery and the, and the warrior uh, attitude is so impressive and I, I really have much respect. Well, thank you, Bruce. Pleasure. And as I said, too, we had a real chance to go around and mingle and, and See everything from citrons to Opals, uh, just cars from all over the world. Uh, one that stood out to me, and I, I think because it, I've seen this car and admired it in movies going back from the 80s, the, from the Brat Pack era and what have you, but it was a gorgeous, guards red, 1986 Porsche 911 Targa. Uh, the gentleman, Peter Bloom, was from Virginia, and the, the car just caught my eye and went up, and started talking to him, what a great guy and uh, really enjoyed hearing about uh, about his Porsche. So let's hear more from Peter. Cubers, this is Darren, I'm here with Peter, and we are behind his 86 Carrera, the, the Targa. And uh, just, again, you were telling me that you keep it almost to the original as much yeah. as possible.
3: Right, so there's a lot of folks you'll see out here that uh, love new cars. Uh, new cars, for me, daily drivers. I, mm-hmm. I love classic cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, this is an 86 target pretty much a uh, stock it's been modified with uh, bbs wheels uh, two years ago i, I put in new corporate racing seats and a new carpet set uh but everything else on the car is, is pretty spot on it's just a blast to drive it's a paint. Uh, it's
0: just am- i mean you said you had a couple a couple little chicks coming up on yeah porsche but it, you, you'll,
3: if you see pictures online of the car it's uh pretty immaculate it mm-hmm. gets a nice great shine out there but more importantly uh what's uh, in an air cool porsche uh, what's really classic about it is it, it, just the thrill of the drive, the fun mm-hmm. of the drive off the main road, not on the interstates, mm-hmm. uh, doing the countryside back end. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes uh, driving fun, especially if you're driving an air-cooled Porsche. Oh, yeah.
0: And it's, there's a distinct sound, too. I mean, There's
3: a distinct sound. A lot of people yeah. will say, uh, do you drive with the stereo on or off? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the gentleman that I actually bought this car from, much older than me, for some reason decided he needed to put a 600-watt uh, stereo system, oh, in, my. which back in the 80s, hundred watt was big enough to blow the house out. That's so right. I do play the stereo, but I do love the sound. And most young folks to get in it have never driven in an air-cooled Porsche, love to get in and just mm-hmm. hear the motor roar. Mm-hmm. That. That's mm-hmm. what it all about.
0: Windows that's down, it. as you said, country road, two lane. That's that's what it's about. Absolutely. The true enthusiast. Absolutely. He said that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that you were the third owner. That-
3: yeah, so the previous owner uh, owned the car for about 27 years. And when I bought it from a gentleman in uh, Baltimore, he lived, uh, he worked about two miles from where he lived. Didn't drive it a lot. And uh, it, was, it was such, it was his baby to the point that when he actually sold the car to me and I picked up the final paperwork, he told his wife that she would have to go out and hand oh. off the paperwork because he didn't want to see it go up on the truck. And kind of drive away. I understand that. And he was uh, a member of Porsche Club uh, for a long time. Mm -hmm. A lot of folks don't realize it, but the uh, Porsche Club is the largest uh, car club in the world. And in the Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. area, the uh, Potomac Club of Porsche Club of America has over 4,000 members in the club. Enormous. So, very active club. Uh, They do all kinds of things from what I love to do is what we call the dine and drive. You get in a car you drive to the countryside, you go stay at some place, you maybe go to a winery or brewery, that type of thing. It's just a fun chance to kind of get out. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are folks that do like to do the driving for racing and things like that. There's mm-hmm. all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just it's the thrill of the drive. The cruise. Yeah. Interesting enough, uh, this car does not have power steering. But it does have power windows, uh, power doors, everything else, power on it. But you wouldn't notice that it didn't have power steering unless you're pulling out of the parking lot. I was going to say, stages. once you're
0: over 15 miles an hour, you probably have... you, can, you, you The can, telemetry to the road, you know exactly what's happening.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's just... Overall, it's just, it's just a blast to drive. Wow.
0: And I have to say, I'm going to take a picture for Instagram, but the paint is spectacular. That absolutely. red is just... Cars red just holds up. I mean, that right. is right. Appreciate that. Mm. Appreciate it. Absolutely but. beautiful. Well, I want to give you a final say. Anything? Any plug for your club or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, like
3: I said, uh, cars are meant to be driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have nothing against those folks that like driving old cars. Uh, mm-hmm. I did have a 1966 uh, uh, Mustang stock that actually took first place in the Cardinal National, the Ford Nationals, mm-hmm. the year before last. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's an old car, an antique car, or a car back from the twenties. I believe in driving them. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have cars that are show cars, that are one thing, mm-hmm. but it's all about the drive of the car. That's right. That's that's right. The thing. Get out, get the zen going, whatever it is for you, <laughs> music on or off, that type of thing, and that's what it's all about.
0: I agree. you. After I leave that's here right. today, I'm going to go take my Corvette out in the country. There so. you go. I understand it. I well, thank you so much, right. man. Thanks, appreciate it. Okay. On behalf of the entire team at Cars of Carlisle, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Always great to have you with us. Be sure to check out driven to cure and all the good work that they are doing to save lives and to make others aware of these rare cancers. Now it's time for that trivia answer. The question, just as a reminder, was a multiple choice. And in 2019, how many countries manufactured motor vehicles? And the the answers were, I should say the, the choices were A, 15 countries, B, 23, C, 29, and D, 48. The answer is D. 48 countries. In fact, China has produced according to records that I was able to find for 2019 the most vehicles uh, at 25.7 million units. The United States followed in number two position at 10.8 million. And that goes on down through as you would expect Japan, Germany, etc. The bottom, I should say that the latter part of the of the list included Finland and Egypt, the Philippines, Australia, but uh, the one of the lowest um, producing countries actually was Azarpahan at 2,360 units, and that was behind Australia at number 47 at 5,606. So, 48 countries produced some form of a vehicle in the year 2019. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this week's road trip, as always i sincerely value everyone's participation listening and being part of this car community this car family so appreciate all that you do and, and the support you give a special thanks again to carlisle events and a big thank you to our official oem dealership sponsor of this show under this network porsche mechanics can't wait to have you come back to join us again next week just remember that this is your podcast and we want to hear your voice Email us at, cars of at outlook.com because together it is all about car community, car culture. So for now, my friends, I'll say drive well, be well, take care.